0: welcome guys to a new episode of the analytics for you podcast this is a space to talk about technology digital solutions and analytics in the healthcare field My name is Mariel Montero. I am here with Ruben and Michael. How are you doing, guys?
1: Doing great today, Mariel. How about you, Michael? Hello. It's nice to be here again. How how are you, Mariel?
0: I feel good today.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Good.
0: Uh, Hey, uh, do you remember when you realized you have entered adulthood?
2: Entered adulthood, huh? Yes. That's a tough one.
0: Yes.
2: I'm gonna answer that by using an anecdote rather than, or a story rather than an actual moment where I realized it. Uh, my father taught me very early on in life, or at least he was trying to teach me, you know, what growing up was was gonna be about. And, and he used this great, um, I think it's a metaphor, but uh, maybe I'm using my wrong metaphor or similes or whatever uh, incorrectly, but, Uh, He told me that life was like being on a ladder, one of those ladders that you, you know, you used to climb to the the side of the house or something like that. So like a step ladder. And he was saying life is like a ladder, except once you've gone up one of the rungs of the ladder, you can't go back down. And, uh, you know, at first when he told it me that it, it didn't make that much sense, but pretty quickly I understood what he was trying to say. And, and it was one of those where, you know, once you've learned certain things or you've crossed certain stages in your life, uh, you just can't turn back and, you know, go back to, to those previous stages or unlearn some of the things you've, you've learned. So uh, I, that's, I, if, if you wanted to pinpoint when I knew that I was kind of entering adulthood, that, that was it. It was, it was when I understood uh, the meaning of of what he had just taught me. So, um, excellent question, Maria. Thank you. Michael, What? how about you? Did you know when well, you were entering adulthood? <laughs> well, for me, it was a little different.
1: Um, you know, coming from a third world country, I was born in Ecuador uh, for the people that, uh, you know, did not know. Um, so, in these countries, it... It is required from you that you grow up and grow up fast. You know, uh, early on in my life, my family had different businesses and it was expected for me to, to be part of the business. You know, not doing management, not doing finance, but actually doing the hard work. My, my parents really invested in, in me spending as much time and in, 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 in actually working. You know, a lot of people say, you just helping around i wasn't helping around i was doing the yeah. work a lot of people were doing and and speaking about all of it and being responsible and making sure that um you know what you do in life has a repercussion i, I learned that very early on so so for me um i i will have to say that um i i don't think i had that transition i i i, I don't have a a moment in life that I can say you know what I became an adult today not at all mm-hmm. uh, since I remember <laughs> I've been having yep. responsibility and, and being responsible for results so <laughs> so here you have me again
2: <laughs> and this and and that's and that's how it continues to be right I'm sure you've uh you've taken those those learnings and those experiences uh, from from that moment on and you know try to be the best you can be so that's uh, I guess what what adulthood is about
1: being responsible, yes, Mm -hmm. you know, something as simple as being on time, something as simple as being on time, I learned that very
2: young, very very early, Mm -hmm. yes, yes, how about you, Mariel, did you, when did you know?
0: Every growth is different, and that is great, for me, honestly, I still don't feel like I, I am fully grown up yet, (laughs) 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 but I did notice notice that I grew up a bit when I started taking responsibility for my own things, doing my own errands on my own, and caring more about my my physical and mental health. That's it.
2: (laughs) Very good but, but, I, but I, I kind of liked your, your first answer for, uh, you know more than more than the second one. There, there's, a, there's a lot of value to never growing up. So Peter Pan you know <laughs> thought so yeah stay young stay young if, <laughs> if, if not, you know never grow up.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's get into it. Could you please tell us how versatile is this analytics when creating new reports? depending on the needs of the clients.
2: This goes down right down Michael's alley. So Michael, go for it. I know you want to talk a lot (laughs) about this.
1: Sure, not not a problem. So um, before we start, I just want to say that this is something that, um, this is a theme that we have repeated in in the past. And we have talked briefly in different podcasts where we talk about different things that we have done. um, But in a nutshell, in a nutshell, uh, we, we listen to our clients. Uh, we, we put our clients first and, and, and their needs in order for us to, to develop new tools, in, in order to grow up, in, in order to evolve, in order to develop um, meaningful tools for them. And, and a great example that I would like to use today is the clock of the day. And, and this is something that we have developed for a specific client within the last month or so. And, and it has uh, um, evolved into the clock of the day for critical and positive cases. Uh, when we talk about radiology here um, and, and it helps them um, see the, where the patient is at every stage in, in the process. Um, something very special about this report is that we had to take Ruben to our client so he can put his expertise at work. Can, can you talk about that? Again?
2: Well, it goes it goes exactly to, to what you were saying. You know, we have to listen to what they're trying to accomplish. We have to, to put it into perspective with what we can accomplish. And, uh, you know, that's kind of where the magic happens. So, you know, many of the times what happens is that a, a person has been using, for example, an Excel spreadsheet to keep track of certain data and certain information. Uh, Some of them are doing it manually. Some of them are exporting data from uh, some systems that they may have, uh, and they just don't know how to uh, present it, view it, in in a way that makes sense to them. And this is is just the reality of being in an industry where, or industries, where knowing data, knowing what information you can get out of it, what analysis you can do to that data and then what actions you can take is really not taught to any of us. And uh, so, for example, I mean, if most of us don't get a finance class or personal finance class in school or in, or even in the university. So, you know, when when we have to, as Marielle was saying, take care of, you know, our own responsibilities, all of a sudden you find yourself not, not even knowing how to balance a checkbook. And of course, there's no physical checkbooks anymore mostly no more physical checkbooks anymore but still you have to balance your your earnings uh, versus your expenses and things like that are, are just not our normal in our normal um, strengths uh, area so what we try to do is take whatever it is that you're trying to measure or improve really most people don't even think of it as measuring it they, they just kind of think of it as I want to improve this or that and 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 say okay if you want to improve this then we need to look at these measurements and if we look at these measurements then we can give you you know visualis- a visualization of them so that you can uh, better uh, orient yourself to be efficient uh, around them so, uh, on that particular example of the clock of the day that Michael uh, you've been mentioning, you, you know you you kind of sit down and say, okay, we've got you know multiple uh, stages in the in the process of, a, of an ER patient. Well let's let's see what you know what how we can time those, where can we obtain you know the, the timing behind those those different steps and then uh, calculate it out and show it to you, show it to the customer so that, you can see the areas where the efficiencies are falling apart uh, or, you're, you know, or, where, or, or you could very well be inside of a certain efficiency level. There's, and once you see that, then you, know, you can certainly take a lot of action about it. My, one of my arguments, and I, I always think of them as more future uh, arguments than, than short-term arguments, but uh, still probably very valid, is that if you know uh, how efficient you're being then you can probably negotiate better uh, reimbursements with the insurance agencies uh, based on those efficiencies that you have, because the insurance agency uh, tends to have that information one way or the other, and so you're kind of behind. Uh, you you're uh, you're living in a world where they know more about your patient than than you do, and uh, with with this analytics, obviously, we we would like to give you at least the same amount of, of knowledge. So,
1: you know, I, I think you. are you're, you're un, underselling the tool. <laughs> you're, you're being very humble, uh, Ruben, uh, for our listeners. Uh, Ruben, he makes it his, his mission to, to get to know our clients. And, and when he talks about um, uh, insurance companies and, and the reimbursement rates, this is something that doesn't come natural to him. But, but since he's been involved in the process, he, he has a better understanding now on how how reimbursement works for for our clients and and he sees it every day where where more and more they're using these tools to negotiate better deals with with insurance companies and and so um, I, I just want to circumvent here back to to the, the clock of the day the clock of the day in in a sense it gives an opportunity to have um, to have a deeper mean a deeper understanding on on what is it that your your institution is doing? You know, a lot of the um, a lot of the ad- admin uh, staff we focus on on the finance, the numbers, you know, the the black and white. And sometimes having eyes on on the floor, it, it's it's very much important. It's as much as as important as as it is. Uh, uh, all these reports that you get. So this analytics provides you with this tool that is it, true to what's going on. It's true to the operation, not not just the report after, but but how things are developing as, as we go. As, as, as I always say, it's in real time. So so this analytics, once again, um, we listen to our clients, we develop their tools as as they require and depending on their needs, and and we make our clients
2: our priority, right? Yep. And and because of that, you know, there's probably six, seven, or eight reports that you know have come straight from the from the request of the, of the customers. And you mentioned you mentioned in a, you know the, the concept of being humble about it, but that's really the what you need to do with uh, you know uh, products products like this. You have to go into the site. You have to really understand how they're. Uh, you know, what their pain points are. And once you know what those pain points are, you have to really understand them. So it's not just knowing them it's or looking for them. It's really understanding the process. I mean, I, I think you're making uh, some reference probably to one of the customers where you saw me really, really dig in with that customer about the entire process. And, you know, I, I memorized it and I know it and I feel really where where the pain is and where the hurt is. And that's, to me, there's just no other way to do it. I mean, I, I don't know how other people can do it without doing it that way. Uh, maybe they're just better than, than me or us as a team uh, about those, about things like that. But I never assume anything. I, we go in and we assume that we know nothing, even, even though we've got plenty of experience with, with some of these things, but we still assume that we know nothing and that your side is going to be completely different and that your Um, expectations and your needs are going to be different. And so it's just about listening, 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 learning, 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 and then waiting for that light bulb to turn on. When the light bulb turns on, that's when the magic happens. And the magic is you get the reports and the notifications and a lot of things that uh, will really help you uh, moving forward. And we've been able to do that with with multiple customers because of that process, because of the fact that we go in there, act like we don't know, uh, uh, even when we do know, because your experience and your uh, workshop in this case is different than, than anybody else's. So, even if we do know, we really don't know how it is for you. And you are the important part from a, from a customer standpoint.
1: Now, does that answer your question, Maria? <laughs> Very extensive. <It's-> I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this analytics helps staff provide better service. Uh, do they? patience, helps you save money (laughs) and greatly reduce human resource for many teams. Uh, This is a wrap for today. Thank you guys and thank you all for listening. If you are interested in receiving a demo of any of our product or have any question about what we share today, you can contact us at diss.com or subscribe to our Facebook or Instagram. Thank you. Goodbye.
2: That was a good wrap up, uh, Mariel. Nice, nice <laughs> sentence. See you all later. <laughs> Goodbye.